Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Cookie Cast. Today on Cookie Cast, darkest timeline, innit? It's just me. Still no guests. I will I will do something about that one of these days. I promise. Um, and this one's a, a rare, quick one. Don't know what happened. I, I was about to say, I don't think there was much going on that week, but there was loads going on that week. Just flew through it. Maybe I had somewhere to be when I was recording it. Who knows? Before we get started, please do consider like, share, subscribe, and comment. Drop a review where you can drop a review. And check out all the other podcasts. All of the podcasts. Share the podcasts around. How about that? Anyway, let's get started. Here we go. This is Cookie Cast, The Darkest Timeline. voice thing going on probably makes for amazing podcasting um but yes <coughs> what, I, what i like to call the uh, the summer croaky voice which I'm pretty sure is to do with the hay fever uh, medication i take um so yeah i get a bit of a bit of a croak going on <coughs> Um, so, oh, you know, it's going to be a doozy when it starts like that, uh, but it's not, it's going to be something different. So, um, I feel all, I feel all naughty, naughty. Um, unlike last week, it is Monday today, it's not one of those situations, However, <coughs> the sun is out, the sun is shining, I can see blue sky with some cloud, um, and what I'm alluding to is it's the middle of the afternoon, it's not 9 o'clock at night, it's not even 10 o'clock at night, it's the middle of the afternoon on a Monday, obviously must must mean I'm off work, which I am, but I was like, hey, I always get that thing where I get to so far through the evening, I'm like, all right, now I need to switch to, switch to podcast mode, um, and you know, it just ends up taking a big chunk of the evening, um, and as like I say, I'm off work, so I was like, oh, I want today to be proactive, it's one of the few days of the week that I'm off. That I'll actually get time to do stuff. Um, so I spend the day doing tiny little jobs, um, things that take two minutes, but because they take two minutes, you never get round to doing them. Um, I've been doing those today. Um, so should probably get cracking. Um, went to the beach. Seems to be a theme these days, but uh, what I'll say is um, it was a pre-birthday trip to the beach and um, I think I've made a decision about going to the beach. 
there are things that you have to do when you go to the beach. You've got to tick off a tick off a list of things you've got to do. You've got to go on the beach. You've got to go to the water. You've got to, you know, um, you have to have chips in some form. You know, fish chips, sausage chips, whatever your combination is. You've got to get some chips right there. Have an ice cream. Grab a donut or a waffle, whatever you, whatever your thing is. And obviously, you don't have to do all of these things, but is it is it even a trip to the beach if you don't have chips or an ice cream? Those are, I feel those are kind of kind of your staple. Um, the last time I went to the beach, not the time, not last week. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, <coughs> I got a portion of chips for three of us to share. Now, admittedly, two of the three of us were small people. Um, and if I'm honest, I was glad. Uh, my youngest daughter wasn't overly bothered to start with. She had too many other things on her mind. Um... Trying to get through her list of things she needed to do at the beach. Um, I was trying to give them to my son, and he, he's not not bothered. I suppose is a short version. Um, once I clarified everything with my youngest daughter that you know we would get round to doing all the things that we're supposed to do when we go to the beach, then she was fine. She was eating the chips. I got so far through these chips, and I was like. I'm glad that I'm sharing these. I, uh, I definitely would not want a portion to myself. We went to the beach uh, whatever day it was last week. Um, we took Leanne with us. She goes off, she's like, I get the chips. She orders them, she comes back, she was like, oh, I ordered three portions, I don't know if that was too many. Maybe we just needed two. And I was like, oh, man. Oh, that's that's a lot of chips. Four people. So they came. <laughs> Firstly, I'm looking at everyone else's chips, I'm like, why did I get the shit ones? Like... The youngest daughter has looked like like a good, like a nice portion of chips. Looking at Lands, I was like, that's a nice portion of chips. I look at a man, I'm like, why are mine grey? Like to me, they're supposed to be like a, a yellowy colour. Mine were grey. As I all I could imagine was it was all the you know, like the eye in the potato. Like my entire portion of chips must have been made of just eyes. I was like, why do these why do these chips look so bad? <laughs> I was comparing these three portions and I'm like, oh man. So I was like, anyway, whatever. They've been paid for, whatever. I started eating them and they tasted like they looked. So like, these chips taste awful. Like these are not nice. So I start eating them, I start working my way through them, I'm eating my chips, trying to watch for seagulls and make sure my youngest daughter's getting enough 
chips, holding hers whilst eating mine, whilst, you know, all of that, all of the stuff that goes with it. And I had a realisation, I was like, I don't, I don't think I need chips anymore. I don't think I, I don't think I want them, I don't think I enjoy them, I don't think, like, when I think about, oh, I get a portion of chips, it doesn't thrill me the way I feel that it's supposed to. I'm like, uh, there's, a, there's even a part of me that's like, that doesn't sound like a good idea. Now, admittedly, there was the thing where, like, me and my older children were all ill, and there was a possibility it was the chips we'd eaten, which is a long story. So there's maybe that. I would say I was coming off the back of being ill. This was Wednesday, and I was on Monday, so there was that. But I was like, I think all the times I'm like, oh, I'll get some chips. I'm disappointed. Like, I don't enjoy it. And I think it was one of those times where it's like, you know, is it acceptable to say I'm not going to do this anymore because I don't enjoy it when, well, when you go to the beach, you have to have chips. You know, that kind of thing. Um, so... To console myself, I got a um, an ice cream that was a foot long, and I don't mean it was in like a dish or anything. It was like it was in a cone. I think the cone itself is a foot, and then all the ice cream um, as a sort of consolation. I was like, oh, I guess, I guess that's another another thing in life we don't do anymore. Um. One of the subjects that's listed on my list for this podcast, I think if you look at, like, I have to put a load of tags on, like, what what's it about, what's in it? Um, once I get past the first few, there's things like running, um, weight loss, working out. Um, and almost simultaneously... At the point that I was like, I don't ever really talk about working out. Almost at the same time, I had something to talk about. Um, when I broke my arm, when I went to getting back to working out, I um, I said to myself that I was going to make sure every week I was going to put the weight up, um, and I did. Because I'd gone, because I'd had to go so low, and work my way back. I wanted to come back even stronger. <coughs> so um, that was my intention, and that's what I did. I worked back uh, each week. The weight went up. When the weight got up to um, what I had been lifting, I was like, right now, every two weeks the weight can go up um so a couple of weeks back i put the weight up which meant i'd gone to above what i was lifting before i broke my arm and it was time again to put the weight up another two weeks passed time to put the weight up i think 
may have gone a little bit the wrong way. So, the, I have this thing, I have this terminology when, uh, when you're working out, and it can be used for a lot of different things, but the way I describe it is, it's like travelling through time. And obviously that's not, that's not it, it's not what I mean, but it's when, um, it's when you've pushed yourself past your limit. Now obviously, pushing past your limit is probably not actually possible because your limit is your limit, but you get what I mean. Um, so I put all of the weight up, um, on the bar, on the dumbbells, um, everything. And started working out. <coughs> and there was that part of me that knew it was too much. There was that part of me that didn't want to admit defeat. And then there was the bit in the middle. <laughs> and the bit in the middle was like, what do we do? <laughs> what do we do here? There was a couple of moments where I was like, I think I'm going to die. Like, if I can't get this bar lifted high enough then what do I do because if it's coming back down it's probably going to crush me to death that sort of thing and I made it about three days before I had to admit defeat um, I will say this I've worked out today already and I, I had to admit defeat today um, but I switched out um each of the weights that I was lifting, I switched, I dropped it all by, um, I don't know what it works out in pounds, it's like two kilos, two like little discs from either side sort of thing. Um, and admit, I, I will admit, it made it more manageable, it's still it's still tough going, like I said, I had to tap out today. Um, but I honestly thought I was going to end up in a in an accident. Um... But yes, I, I'm trying to sort of describe what that feeling is. That feeling of putting absolutely everything in to the point where if even the smallest thing goes wrong, you, you're going to have a bad time. And then it becomes a question of safety. And that's where I'd reached. I was like, there is a question of safety here. And I don't know if that's acceptable. Like, I don't want to be in a situation where I'm like, oh, I'm crushed under this, I can't lift it off me, and there's nobody here, so I just now have to stay like this for the rest of the day. You know, that kind of situation. Um, so, yes, I did have to admit defeat. It does, quite, it does bring into question, you know, I often ask that question of how do you increase how do you go up if you reach your limit you know is that limit like an elastic band can you just stretch that limit the theory being is that you just go up like tiny little increments after that um, I know that there are certain exercises that I can even at this point still go up more and there are certain exercises that I am truly at my limit on. Um, 
So how do you push that limit? How do you push past that? Um, obviously, I was saying that I was having that sort of thing of being ill. One of the interesting things that came off the back of being ill was um, absolutely no hunger, I think is what I would say. Um, no appetite. Um, which then made for really difficult situations because I was like, well, once I'd got past past the actual being ill and being sick and stuff, I just went back to running and working out. So I was like, how far can I get before I, uh, my output is above my input? And how far can I get before that is considerably the case? Um... So I was I was in a situation where I was like, I'm going to have to force myself to eat, which um, is not an amazing situation to be in. It's not a great thing to have to deal with. Where you're like, I know I need to eat, I know I have to eat, so I'm going to eat, but I'm not hungry and I don't want anything. You've got that real clash of stuff where it's like doing the right thing versus what you actually want to do. I don't know if you can tell, but my dog's asleep. Um, he is snoring like a train, if you can't hear it. Um, last week it was super hot. Um, thank the the maker that um, yesterday we had this big thunderstorm um, and that did what an, a thunderstorm is actually supposed to do which it brought the temperature down uh, and it brought the temperature down to being quite manageable which is nice um, however there was a day last week where a horrible horrible thing happened the horrible horrible thing was that what, what's been the case is, like, the day starts off, you know, when I get up at, like, 6, I check the temperature immediately to see what sort of situation my run is going to be. So, you know, when it's dropped overnight, and uh, that's how it's, like, 13, 14, 15, 16 degrees. It's like, right, okay, I know that I'm going to step out of the door, it's going to be ever so slightly cooler uh, outside than it is in the house um, it's going to make for a better time for running etc etc there was a day last week where I got up and got started getting ready to go for my run and I was like okay what's the temperature and realised that the temperature hadn't dropped into a manageable range so it was 19 degrees at 6 o'clock in the morning and I was like how am I expected to go out and run in that that's obscene so as I there was a point last week it was 
Uh, I'll go on to it, um, but there was a point last week where it was like, oh, it's going to be 29 degrees today. It's like, oh, well, that's absolutely fantastic. And I was just done. I was like, I can't, I can't do this. I'm, I'm going to have to tap out. And I'm absolutely dreading, absolutely dreading what it's going to be like when we get to um, actual summer. I believe we have now crossed into actual summer, but, um, you know, once we hit the summer holidays and it's going to be, I'm guessing, 40 degrees every day. And, um, you know, things are going to burst into flames when you go outside. Um, that's just going to be absolutely fantastic. I wonder what the temperature is going to be like at six o'clock in the morning then. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, a birthday situation. There was a birthday in our house. And at this time of year, normally it would only be one particular birthday. But however, this year, that's not the case. Not... In fact, my birthday, the youngest child, the the boy child, it was his birthday. Um, I love, I, I simultaneously love and hate um, those early birthdays. One and two birthdays are the best because... They haven't got a clue. <laughs> if you get the opportunity to see a video of a child, I can. I've, I have many I can show you, but um, if you ever get the opportunity to see a video of a child who is being sung happy birthday while being presented with a cake and they are one, and they're just like, what's going on? What's happening? Ooh, that looks fun. What's that? Is that cake? Oh my god, cake, amazing. Who's that for? And then they have that realisation of, wait, is that for me? Wait, what's what's happening? What's going on? What is this? It's just the best. And, you know, the running joke of the children are more interested in the wrapping paper in the box than they are of the present. I don't believe in presents before three. Um, it doesn't change anything all of my children have had presents before being three years old i don't believe in my children having presents before being three years old because i think it's a complete waste of time it's a complete waste of money take that money put it in a bank account save it spend it on their third birthday claim the interest there's a parenting tip 101 right there Um, so yes, birthday was had, um, one of those that, um, it was a bit broken, the day itself was a bit broken, um, my eldest had, um, an exam, so, couldn't do a full-blown party, couldn't go out for the day, couldn't do a multitude of other things. Um, like I say, we went to the beach last week, and I believe the plan is to go somewhere 
tomorrow, but I've not had anything confirmed on that. Should probably look into that. Um, so, yeah. Um, grandparents came round. Um, there was a cake. There were some presents. I can, I can from here, I can see two thirds of his presents from uh, from me and Lan. Still in the wrap. Still in, still in the wrapping paper. Um, just, you know, didn't get round to those. What does that tell you? Maybe he didn't need them. I bought him a super cool present. I can see it now. It's super cool. I'm jealous. That's how cool it is. Um, he did get a chance to open that because it was very much a... If you're going to open one thing, you need to open this. So let's get that done. Um, it was super cool. Um, so yeah. Birthdays. Um, as I was saying, I was ill. Uh, I was ill on Monday. Monday, by Wednesday, was still dealing with an appetite issue. Uh, that honestly, today, I had to force myself to eat something after a, a run and a workout. So, I'm guessing that's still a thing. Um, however, Sunday morning, get up. Like, right, got to get a load of stuff done today. There's a lot that needs doing. People need to be places. Things need to be achieved. Which was very difficult when I got up and I was unwell again. Um, I don't know if it's... I don't know if it's maybe lingering somewhat. I don't know if it's just... Bigger bugs. <laughs> I don't know whether it's hanging around, like I say, I don't know, but whatever is going on, it's certainly taking its sweet time, um, in a lot of ways, if I'm honest, <laughs> one of those things that's weird to say, there are aspects that I'm not complaining about, for example, I think last week I was talking about that, um, as I read, having trouble getting past a certain weight loss threshold, and there was a big, big times of losing weight at big time and then there was like points in time I would just put loads of weight back on uh, last week was a point in time where I put a lot of weight on um, at least being ill has its benefits because this week I lost six pounds which not only is you know a whole lot of weight to lose in a week might give you an idea of how at the level of sickness um also smashed me through the barrier, the boundary that I was talking about. Um, puts me now two pounds away from one of my goals. Puts me now at my absolute lowest, like ever, not ever, but like ever in X number of years lowest. Like five years or something, lowest in five years. So... Yeah, you know, you gotta gotta do the every cloud has silver, you know, silver lining and all that. And uh, being sick has its benefits, I guess. 
that's the week that was. Now then, here's the kicker. Um, for a podcast that is supposed to be talking games, movies and TV, doesn't help when you've got no TV and no movies to talk about. Um, me and my eldest sat and watched the first... I want to say X-Men, but it wasn't. It was Fantastic Four film. Um, interesting going back and watching that again. Just interesting. Um, obviously not for necessarily the right reasons. Um, and TV-wise, me and Leon have been watching... Reacher, which is a rewatch for me. I've been watching a cartoon, for one of a better way of putting it. So there is literally nothing I can give you. Um, I. What film was I watching before I started watching what I'm watching now? No, because I talked about that. I watched like Creed and stuff, didn't I? Creed 3, yeah. No, unfortunately, I can't. I can't magicate any films or TV. So we're gonna to have to go straight on to the games. Um, I finished Breakpoint. Started it again. I, I had a character that was um, a very low-level character that I think I started at some point, and it was back at the point in time where I was still hating the game. So I was like, oh, maybe starting it again will <clears throat> make me like it more. And I started it again and I was still hating it. So it didn't make me like it anymore. So I stopped playing it. So it was a very low level character, which I deleted <clears throat> and started again. Um, problem with starting games again is you forget how much work you've put into them to get them where they are. So, the fast travel capability is the thing that I'm missing the most playing Breakpoint from the start. Uh, you have these things like these bivouacs, and uh, the bivouac is like your fast travel point, uh, but you have to unlock them by discovering them, for anybody that doesn't know. Um, and if you haven't discovered them, you can't fast travel places. So you have to take a helicopter or a vehicle or whatever and travel. And it can take quite a while. <clears throat> so I'm struggling with that aspect at the moment. Um, when I started a new game, it gave me all these different options. One of the options it gave me was this like more realistic option for the weapons and things. Uh, which I didn't select. And now I'm like, oh, maybe I should have given it a go. So part of me is wondering about messing around with some of the settings for this playthrough. Just to sort of see what the game has to offer outside of what I know it to be. Um, so, I think I would have mentioned um, that I got... I must have mentioned that I got Resident Evil 4 Father's Day um, so started Resident Evil 4 playthrough, I actually finished uh, and I've also started that again on New Game Plus 
Um, Resident Evil 4 was great. It's a great remake. It's everything you would want from a remake and more. I kind of feel like I want to get that stuff out of the way so I can talk about the stuff that I don't like about it. Which I know in a lot of ways feels very me. Um, But what am I going to tell you? Oh, it was great. I really enjoyed it. It was long. (laughs) Um, So... uh, I need to go through the things that I didn't like about it because I feel in some ways that's where a big chunk of the game is. So, the the thing about, oh, it was long. It, it did feel long. And I hate to say it, but there was a part of me that felt it was too long. There was this section at the back end of the game and I was like, this is just going on and on and on. And I think there was a part of me that had decided that I was ready to finish it. And I think that was two days before I finished it. And I, I think there was that aspect. Um, there's this thing, there's a system they've put into it, which for for I, for any way I can say this other than that I don't like. Um, as far as ammo is concerned, you will never feel like you have too much ammo you will never feel like you have enough ammo it it has that um that sort of survival game aspect to it which i always describe survival games as you're being punched in the face at all times it's a game that rewards you by punching you in the face so you're always looking for ammo. You're always looking to find the co- components you need to build ammo. You're always working on the principle you've got no ammo. You can't use this weapon because it's got no ammo. Uh, I'm going to have to switch to this weapon because it's got two or three bullets in it. I'll switch to this one because i just got three shells for the shotgun. Um, I'll go back to my handgun because I've got 24 bullets for the handgun. Oh, I managed to pick up some resources. Now, what am I going to make? Oh, I'm going to make some rifle bullets, which gives me nine rifle bullets. Imagine that every minute that you are playing that game. At no point will you ever say, oh man, I've got too much ammo for this, other than weapons you don't have. I played the entire game carrying around machine gun ammo. I don't have a machine gun. So that is a is an aspect that was not enjoyable, um, which makes for difficult playing. Let's say, like I was saying, I did feel that it was maybe a touch too long. Um, I have started it again, I am playing it again, I am starting to do like a bit more of the side mission stuff, the collectible stuff. Uh, I am trying to do a bit more of the, um, <clears throat> I did the shooting gallery stuff, trying to get enough of the um, the gems to get the stuff from the shop, like the extra stuff you can get from the shop, upgrade the weapons to make them more powerful, more useful, etc. Stuff like that. I did finish it. 
Um, there's a couple of bosses that I'm still at this point in time not entirely sure how I defeated them. There was no clear answer. A couple of them, I literally just went, I'm just going to keep shooting you until I don't have to shoot you anymore. Um, I've got this puzzle, this hexagonal puzzle, and I can't do it. So, that's kind of that. Because I looked up a solution for it, and unless the unless you start from the very beginning, which I was already partway through trying to solve it, yep, you're not going to get the answer there. Um, so there's a lot of that which feels really random. It feels just just off. I don't I don't really know how to explain it. It's I just don't It was great. I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it as a game. It was a lot of fun. It was a good game. I am playing it again. I'm playing it in conjunction with playing Breakpoint again. But I think I'm at a point now where I just feel like I need something new. Something I can really get my teeth into. I thought Red Dead Redemption 2 was going to be that game. And then that just reminded me, oh yeah, don't forget you hate this game. I was like, I know, but can I not? Like, eh, not really. Sorry. So yeah. Anybody got any suggestions for a good meaty game I can get my teeth into, do drop me a line and let me know. Uh, weirdly, maybe doing it earlier in the day is the answer, but that has got to be one of the shortest one of these podcasts in a good long while. Uh, because that is it. That is it. I will catch you guys later. So there you go. What do you think of that? Another one done. Another one gone. Thank you for listening, thank you for watching. Big thank you to our subscribers. If you're not a subscriber yet, just click that button. That way you get notifications on new podcasts. Like the podcast, share it around. Leave us a review. If you can find somewhere to leave a review, leave a review. Check out the website, it's thecookiecast.com. There you find social media links and an email button. That way you can get in touch with us. That's it for this one. Until next time, I'm going to say bye. And I'll see you then. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to Cookie Cast.